Hello and welcome to another episode of the Extra Time Podcast with me, Ethan. I'm joined as usual by Matthew and Youssef. There's absolutely loads to talk about this week, isn't there, lads? We've got Champions League, Europa League, and then some cracking games in the Premier League on the weekend. Uh, so let's start on the talk of the Champions League with the big European trophy. Um, there were some big stories in the week, wasn't there? Man City steamrolled, as we expected. Uh, Real Madrid beating Atalanta. Uh, so lots of big stories. Let's start with um, Chelsea beating the um, Atletico Madrid, who are at the helm of La Liga at the moment, I believe. So Tuchel impressed here. I be- I think so. And they've got Manchester United on the weekend. That's going to be a close game. So what what do you guys think of Tuchel's progress so far under uh, under Roman Abramovich at Chelsea? Um, well, I think he's he's. He's a bit of an... Uh, I don't know how to put this politely. Um, he's a great manager, but he's, an, he's a bit of an idiot. <laughs> because, like... Uh, <laughs> Callum hudson Doy, like, he's, 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 like, just turned 20. He's mm. only 20. And he, he subs him off after 15 minutes, fair enough, and then drags him out. It's just a, it's a bit stupid, I think. But mm. I think Giroud is proving himself week in, week out. you got to start... Yeah, you have to start him every game, surely, because he comes on pretty and pretty much every game he scores. So he has to be starting. Obviously, he's getting a bit old, but he still has to be starting. Definitely, beautiful goal he scored as well, wasn't it, Yusuf? Yeah. You see it? Yeah, I did. It was a great bicycle kick by Drew, and he does score a lot of those, to be honest. Yeah, he had that scorpion kick against Crystal Palace a couple of yeah. years ago. That was an amazing goal. Oh, Arsenal. Yeah, for Arsenal. Yeah, that was lovely. Lovely kit as well, I think, to remember. Like, we had, like, the gold kit. It was red, so, no. No, no, no that season, oh, yeah, Arsenal, oh, yeah, Arsenal had, like, kit, a gold yeah. away kit. It was so nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was... When they had Alexis Sanchez. Oh, some beautiful yeah. kit. He didn't score it in that, though. He scored it in the red one. Yeah, I see. Uh, on on Atletico Madrid, and, and the Spanish league in general, the talk has always seemed to be biggest league in the world. I, I, I think... It's Premier League by quite, quite a way, especially at the moment. But could it be maybe we start talking about the Bundesliga as the second strongest now? Because the La Liga is, well, looking pretty poor this season. So you, Matthew. Oh, yeah, definitely. I thought, I think the Bundesliga is way better than the uh, La Liga at the moment. Obviously, Yusef will have his opinion about this. But, I mean, to be fair, you sort of... At least there's a bit of a challenge in the league. Like, oh, will Barcelona crumble? Will Real Madrid be good again? Uh, Messi, Messi probably is not. probably the only reason that people not yeah. from Spain who aren't like, particularly interested, who aren't like uh, Real Sociedad fans or like all the random clubs that are in there. That you, seem to it's just fight you for 12th know. Place. Carry on, Matthew. You know Bayern's going to win and Dortmund's probably going to come second. No, Dortmund have been terrible this season. Yeah, I know, but most seasons. We're going off most yeah, seasons. Yeah, so, yeah. So, like, it's, it's... But, I mean, like, at least in the Spanish league, that they, like, you don't really... Start, you sometimes don't really know what's happening, going to happen. But then the Bundesliga, there's more quality because Bayern Munich, like, was the best team in the world, like... Uh, in the summer, and now I'd say Man City's probably up them yeah. even further. 
but they, they have a lot of quality in the Bundesliga, like Haaland, Sancho, Manuel Neuer. Like, he's been insane the past season or two. Alfonso Davies. Davies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Looking yeah. at other leagues that are possibly... I'd say, personally, the thing that makes the Premier League stand out is not how good the teams are at the top, how good the teams are at the bottom. Yeah. I, I think oh, that's what makes it oh. for me. So, if you look... I'm just looking now at the... Fulham like, and Sheffield and West Brom. Yeah, best Yeah, but they'd, they'd, be, they'd easily finish mid-table in, like, Liga. I, I strongly disagree with that yeah, point. Because Liga is a farmer's league. Liga is literally a farmer's league. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, I'm you sorry, say that, but, but then... West Brom, West Brom, there's no chance they're not getting relegated in the league. They would, they would, <laughs> no they chance. would finish mid-table in every other league in Europe. No, in no, the Liga. Also, have you guys seen the Serie A this season? It's so competitive, genuinely. Yeah, but like they're, they're not, we're not, we're not expecting them to be challenging Ronaldo and Zlatan. I'm just saying that they'll be beating, they beat like Udinese. No, no, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. They were, didn't they? I think you're deluded, Ethan. I think you are. You're sitting at mid-table and Napoli is seventh. Um, yeah, I completely disagree with you. Also, you don't even know if these teams are good because you don't watch Italian Yeah, you football. don't watch them. You can't Sometimes put an opinion... it's on the TV. No, you don't. Come on. I don't so watch you, can't put, you can't put an opinion on, on something that you don't watch. Yes, you can. And I... No, you can't though. No, you can't. Sorry, what? That's <laughs> like saying. Uh, so Sergio Busquets, he's he's too old. He can't do anything. If you're looking at the statistics and then you see him play, yeah, it's right. completely different things. I mean, off the top well, of the Busquets, well, though. the Premier League has looked pretty poor towards the bottom of the season, anyway, haven't they? Exactly. Not pretty poor. It's been it's been awful. <laughs> been like you, you definitely seasons, know. Most seasons, you could argue that. Yeah. They've been pretty strong throughout the league, in terms of compared to other teams in Europe. I just think like this season's been really strong in general. Like you, you still don't know the like where any team's going to finish. Yeah, we had a text in in the week um, about where do you think the Scottish Premier League teams would how how they would fare in England. I think that's just that. It's a really good talking point, isn't it? National League. No. No, <laughs> no but you've got to think, you've got to think uh, about the funds. Because Celtic no, and I think Rangers own Rangers like and Celtic, loaded. I think they'd be around like, like I wouldn't say, I'd say they'd be, I'd say they'd probably, they'd probably be in the Prem. Yeah. yeah. But they'd probably be like that 15th area. Like, no one really cares about them. It's like oh, a if Crystal you put, Palace. If you put like, no one cares. Celtic in, Celtic in the English League, though, the pull that would bring. Think about it. Compared to, like, just to give, like, a really bad example. But uh, who are they? Uh, so, Sheffield United, how big is their stadium, do you reckon? It's just, like, how many seats? I, I just think I don't know. the fan base <laughs> of Celtic, and and Rangers, that the draw plus British English football, the draw that would bring, plus the owner is like up there with one of the richest in the UK. I they they would after a couple of years they would start to challenge for Europa League possibly. Oh I think. my god, Celtic are like really bad right now. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. 
and rangers are unbelievable rangers are unbelievable it it depends no it it really depends because you look Aston Villa this season they've made they've made some great signings they've made I hate to say it but they they've they've done it all right and they're up in eighth and could overtake Liverpool because they have two games in hand on them sorry to bring that up you Seth and then Sheffield they 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 buy Rian Brewster yeah. And look at them now. They're on 11 points after 25 games. It really depends on the signings they make and if they're good and clever or not. I do think I have been very disappointed with Rian Booster. I don't know about you guys, but what, from what I saw him... Why, 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 saw why him did at... you buy him for 20 mil? Why? He, he's, 20 mil. he's proven nothing. He's proven nothing. He scored a couple goals at Swansea. So he, he was he pretty good at Swansea, from what I remember. He's not 20 mil player, no. no. He was solid at Swansea. He was, he was solid, solid at Swansea, and from what I saw from him at Liverpool at a young age... Was it appalling. Eight, eight mil? Appalling. was appalling. He was appalling for Liverpool. That's why we sold him. There was one game where yeah. him and Curtis Jones and everyone played in, like, an FA Cup, and they beat... Oh, yeah, him. that was against Arsenal, but that was, like, Arsenal's under-20s plus Ozil, who's, like, 50, so it doesn't yeah. really count. True. So other games this week, British clubs wise. You know, you know, I'm going to touch on it at some point. Tottenham. Uh, so beating Wolfsburger. I know, it's not even Wolfsburg. It's Wolfsburger. Exactly. In Austria, so it's it's even worse than what we thought the standard was. Oh, did Bale score after after three minutes of coming on? Did he? No, I, I I'm not going to talk too much about Bale because I've said my bit about Bale on here before. I want to talk about Deli Ali. Because he scored and got man of the match and got two assists. So and Vinicius, who this season I've got to be honest has been pretty poor, scoring two goals as well. Also, Gar- I know I said I wasn't going to mention Gabriel, but he was on the bench, which suggests he will be starting against Burnley on the weekend. He does yeah. it. Well, yeah, because otherwise they just started him in the Europe League. If you actually look at Tottenham's lineup against Wolfsburger as being four-one up away, it's actually kind of sad. Like they're they're playing a very strong lineup against Wolfsburg. But then, but then you think about it. Those just look at the team now. Hart doesn't start on the, in the prem, but behind Loris, Doherty sometimes does, doesn't he? Dyer sometimes, Alderweireld sometimes, Davies not really. Soko does. Winks sometimes, and then you get to the front four. Bergwijn, rarely. Yeah. Deli Ali never. No, Ber- to be fair, Bergwijn he's does. Young. He's good. But I, I like Bergwijn. Yeah, I like him. Oh, no, I think he's awful. Oh, Really? He, yeah, he, he's awful. No, I like, like he, quite. He's greedy a lot of the time, and he misses. Very, very easy chances. Like, my nan could put them away that easy. Uh, so I don't rate him because he's not clinical enough and he's not good enough, in my opinion. Well, I give him time to settle in, though. Yeah. He's been always set. Yeah, but I mean, there's a point. He's been there like one and a half he years. He come from a very poor league, didn't he? In terms of like, oh, yeah. about the step oh up. come on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he's, he's young. He's got, he's got a Georgia player that young. He's 23. He's 23. That's that's pretty young. Can we not judge not Andreas right, Pereira? Honestly, Pereira, Andreas Pereira. Do we not judge him? Who's that? <laughs> Wait, you don't know who he Andreas? Plays for West Brom, doesn't he? No, no, no. The um United, Donny Andreas Pereira. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the most memed Premier League player, and he's barely in his twenties. 
So I think oh, like, yeah. but Bergwijn, he's been playing ever since like seventeen. So he yeah, should. But like yeah. Harry Winks, Harry Winks is only two years older than Bergwijn. So like, stop like Bergwijn. That's, that's not... someone I don't rate. Is Harry Winks? Like every pass he makes is Neither backwards. do I. Neither do I. But I'm just making a fact. Bergwijn, you can't give him more time to settle in. I'd say, I say, I'm putting it here straight. He's not good enough. That is a fact. He's not good. Well, enough. That's why. That's why he's playing in the Europa League and not playing in the Premier League. He is playing in the Premier League. Not regularly, I don't think. Yeah, yeah he is. Quite yeah, a he lot. Is. He is. He is. Did he start West against West? He didn't start West against West Ham, I think. He's, he's starting most games. Didn't, he didn't start against West Ham. Lamella wait, started wait. against West Ham, though. And what a tragedy. Let me just look at he, did, he didn't come on either. He wasn't on the bench. He wasn't in the squad. That's disappointing. Probably injured then. Maybe. So... Yeah, all in all, Tottenham, that's really what they needed, isn't it? After losing to West Ham, which would be very disappointing. Even oh. though no, West Ham no, are no. better. I think that's disrespectful. Place. No, no, it's just as we see where, who we see West Ham. So, like, let me think here. So, even though, even though West Ham are up there, you, you, you still kind of think club versus club, they should be beating them. Tottenham should be beat. No, West no, West. Oh, I don't, I don't know West Ham have been way better this season, but you still think that, like, for example, uh, Arsenal, for the size of club they are, would be disappointed to lose to Aston Villa. But Aston Villa yeah. are a good four. Not five, this season, yeah. though. Not yes, this yes, season. this season West Ham have been much better. Yeah, so not this season. I don't think they would have been that disappointed because, because quite frankly, West Ham are the better team at the moment. I, I think that that's ruled them out of the ruled them out of the Champions League. I, I know it was oh. very unlikely that we're going. Oh yeah, to Tottenham the Tom's definitely not getting Champions. But League. I think that really put it put it out. Uh, so on the talk of Mourinho, what do you think that needs to be done for him to a keep his job? And in the week he said, I quote here, uh, I, "I'm going to be leaving on the good books of Tottenham, not the bad ones." So, I doubt that. what I doubt does he that. need to do to to be in the good books? Because if he wins the Europa League or wins the League Cup, which I doubt he'll do, I, I would doubt he'll win the League Cup because Man City are in it. But if he does, and he gets criticised by the journal, journalists, he's going to go, well, I was hired to win a trophy. And he's done it. And that's, that's all that the, he, he said when he got the job. I've been asked to win a trophy. Spurs bought him in because he's a he he wins trophies, so surely winning the League Cup or Europa League would make him a, make his reign at Tottenham a good one. Would you agree? Uh, oh, n- no. I mean, wait. If if he wins Europa League, will he will he be in the Europa League next year? They'll they'll be in the Champions League. Oh, okay. Then then yeah. Yeah. But if he wins the League Cup, then no, because he's 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 ninth, and their team's playing awful. I quote from about a few days ago, a week ago. He says, "My me and my staff's work and tactics are second to no one," which I think is stupid because it's clear that his tactics aren't good. All the players after, are below par. Yeah, his tactics. Ha- both, isn't it? You can't score a goal and just sit back for the whole game because it, it, 
all right, he's doing, you're doing something right, why change it? That's what I say. Because you, you can secure the win by getting another one or two goals, but instead he risks it by sitting back. Then when they do concede, they're all looking around frantically like, what do we do? And clearly Jose doesn't have an that's answer. That's been effective for him in his career. He said that finishing second at United was the greatest achievement because, let's be honest, they had a pretty poor squad at the back. But uh, think about it, like Chelsea had John Terry. And as much as I don't like him as a person, he was a great centre-back and he could afford to just score a goal and sit back a bit because he could trust his defence. That's got to be the issue at Spurs, isn't it? For me, maybe Mm. two years ago, Spurs had one of the best centre-back pairings in the Premier League in Vertonghen and Alderweireld. Do you guys not agree? Well, that's one of the biggest problems because as soon as as soon as Mourinho came in, they fell out. Him, Alderweireld, and Vertonghen, they all fell out, and I think that that's probably key to it because uh, Alderweireld probably he, he doesn't even want to probably doesn't even want to play there. He's probably just in it for the money. And Dyer, he to be fair, to be fair to him, he's been he's been playing. He's been he's all right. He's mm. okay, but. Still, you, you're saying he can afford to do it at Chelsea, but like, it's I think different. it's it's, it's it not different. how it's not how the squad. It's a, it's not about the defense. It's about the squad. Like people people say, you defend from the front. Like if you you give a because they're not even giving a hundred percent after they score. They're just you know having a little jog there, a little jog back. If, if you're gonna like defend, then you may as well do it properly. Also, uh, so what what would you say Spurs should be going for this season in terms of their reliance, their mass reliance on Son and Kane, which I personally think shouldn't be down to the players. It should be down to Mourinho. Because if you look at some of the creativity, I know Ali hasn't looked great this season or in the past season or so. But you look at the talent and he can change a game, can't he? No one can doubt that Jelly Alley can change a game. You could say that about loads of other attackers on the bench that, that Jersey Marino's kind of not acknowledged. Lucas Moura, great player, just not being, not being utilised properly. Do you guys not agree? Are you sure if you can speak on this? Yeah, I think Deli Ali, of course, has a lot of promise. Um, he's got a lot of potential, and let's be honest, he's not going to get any better unless if you play him. Yeah. And the main reason why Jose seems to not play his players is because he he often falls out with players because he's got such a big ego, and he struggles to put that aside. But yeah, if he wants to be successful, he has to play Deli Ali. Uh, I feel like with Lucas Moura, he is a clutch player. Like we remember what happened against Ajax. Like, if you give Lucas uh, regular game time, he can actually be a big player for you. And just imagine that front four, like with Ali, Son, Lucas Moura, and Kane. Like that's very dangerous. But I feel like Mourinho, he's just he's too stubborn to try it. He's just he's already confident with what he's got now, even though it's not working. Mm, definitely, yeah, I agree with you there totally. So let's move on from Tottenham then. Let's look at the other British sides in the. Europa League and Champions League throughout the week. So, Man City, no surprises there. 
it was just an all-round solid performance from Manchester City. Bernardo Silva looking good again. Everyone in that Man City team, well, will be anyone coming up against Manchester City will be scared. You look at their fixture list. They've got West Ham, Wolves, Manchester United, Southampton, Fulham, obviously Gladbach again, Everton, Leicester, Leeds, Villa, Tottenham, Palace, Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton, Everton until the end of the season. When you when I read through that now, did anything pop out apart from Leeds, Matthew? Obviously, that yeah. the that you thought right, that's going to be a hard test. That's going to be a test. I genuinely think they're just going to walk the title now, and title yeah, has to be second. Definitely going to walk the title because obviously, I mean Leeds. As I, I know, they're going to beat City, but they're, they're not really challenging for the title at the moment. So yeah, it's definitely going to be a breeze for them. I think Pep Guardiola. He, everyone was thinking at the start of the seat after like a few, like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. They were thinking, uh, is he really the manager that people say he is, or is it just the money that that makes him a good manager? And I think he's he's proved everyone wrong that he is a great manager, and that when he he like even without De Bruyne, everyone was like, oh. Here we go again, Man City without De Bruyne. They can't do they can't do much anymore. They breezed over everyone still, breezed over Liverpool. I know that was a bit of the start of a bit of a downfall for Liverpool. But it was still a great result. Like they haven't they haven't lost or drawn in the past like I think it's seventeen games. They've won the past seventeen games in a row, which is insane. Yeah. This the scariest thing is though, is also that Manchester City under twenty threes top of their league like the Premier League under 23s so the under 21s they have got scary British talent coming through because that now you're starting to see when that when the owners originally came in they were investing in the say the under 10s of what it was there under 11s under 12s and now you're looking at them and they're a scary force and they're going to be bringing a lot of talent for England as well so Man City is going to be a almost a dynasty that they're going to dominate the British game for the next couple of years. Don't don't you agree? No, you don't not really. Why not? Well, no, because well, because everyone falls out of form. Like Liverpool, I keep bringing them up. Sorry, Yusuf, but but they they were on the form of their life. And they just dropped off it. Yeah, but if you look at if you look at the likes of like, what? well, the likes of the dynasty in the Premier League era, like Arsenal or Manchester United, what they did was invest in their academy, and started to yeah. reap the rewards. A good three years after they started doing that, yeah. And, and then, now potentially, yeah, but... I, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I don't particularly think that this would happen, but I'm just trying to say, <laughs> no, no. You sounded like it. You were like, do you guys not agree with me? I think. Maybe they won't dominate, could, but they will but be they will be up not. there. They will be up there consistently. Like, well, obviously, like yeah. yeah. But like Manchester United and Arsenal of the olden days. I had to make anyone sound old there. Like like Manchester United in the nineties. And then won the treble. Looking good. So let's look forward to the weekend then. There's 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 some there's some stinky games. And then there's some good games. Um so I'd probably say the headline act. Will be Chelsea versus Manchester United, although um, 
Matthew Matthew loves both those teams. So does Yusuf, so does Yusuf. But we're both <laughs> big fans. Of course. So so let's start with Chelsea Manchester United then. Uh so Chelsea haven't lost in their last nine matches and Man United haven't lost in their last eight. So it's it's they've got good form coming in. There's some there's a long injury list for Manchester United. James is out, Cavani's out, De Bake out, De, Van der Beek's out, Pogba's out, and McTominay is out. Well, McTominay isn't ruled out. He's got a knock. So that is a long injury list. That's a worrying injury list as well because you'd you'd want Cavani up top and you'd want Pogba in the midfield and McTominay and maybe James to come on. So looking ahead to this, Matthew, what do you think the outcome will be? I mean, first of all, obviously, yeah, they, they haven't um, lost in the past eight, but they've drawn four of them. And uh, sorry, I, I try and find anything to get against Man United, sorry. And to be fair, all of the teams, they haven't been great. Like, Real Sociedad, they're a bit average. They played them twice. Newcastle are pretty awful. West Brom, they only drew to, are awful. West Ham was a good result. Three all at Everton. That's what's all right. And then, obviously, the 9-0 at Southampton. And then the Arsenal 0-0. I mean, that, they probably should, they should win that, let's be honest. Mm. They if, they, if, they, if they If they want to... Go for the title in coming years. There, there, there have been games where Manchester United haven't been decisive enough. You've got, to, it's got to be said. If you want to be challenging for the title, you've got to beat the big teams. And they've drawn nil nil with Liverpool. They've drawn nil nil with Arsenal. They lost to Sheffield United. Drew with Everton. Drew with West Brom. And I know it's not relevant to the Premier League, but drew with Sociedad as well. And Leicester earlier on in the season. And Man City. You. Future, that's got to be where they're looking, isn't it? I know Cavani is the goal scorer. He's, a, he's 34 years he's old, old now. You can't really see him going on. You need... Do you think Manchester United need to invest in a goal scorer or is Rashford and um, Greenwood enough? Or would you say they're more uh, wide players? Um, I think... Yeah, I think Rashford and Greenwood aren't strikers. I think Rashford's great. I don't really rate Greenwood that highly, to be honest. I think sometimes he can be more clinical and sometimes, like, should have passed it more. But I think with a bit of work on, like, if people, like, support him and help him, then he can be a great player. But, yeah, obviously Cavani's really old, so I think they do have to invest in something because, like, Scott McTominay and Pogba, like, Pogba especially... Pogba's having to score worldies week after week just to get get manual result, and I don't think that should happen. I think they should have a reliable goal scorer who isn't very old and going to retire next week. Yeah. <laughs> so, if we're looking at comparison wise for for Chelsea versus Manchester United, it's they're very similar. You could say very similar styles of play. Manchester United scoring 53 goals compared to Chelsea's 41. Um, so, they're, obviously, they're possibly more attacking or that could just be because of uh, because Man United scored nine in a game. <laughs> so, that may have been taken out of proportion. So, it does look like Manchester United have the edge attacking-wise with dominating in shots on target per match, big chances created, uh, goals per match. And then, but they're also dominated on the goals conceded. So, I do you think there'll be goals, or will it be another Manchester United versus top six team 
nil nil stinker. Uh, uh, Yusuf, you, you, you can. Okay, um, I think I'm not gonna lie to you. I think it'll be a stinker because not too. Don't long say ago. that. <laughs> yeah, it will be a stinker. It will be though. I've got looked forward to. Nah, it will. It will be a stinker. I can't play it any other way. When when these two teams play, it's it's not always the most exciting game. So I think it's going to be a stinker because both coaches are just going to try to cover their weaknesses. So don't expect a lot of goals. So what are you going for? Nil-nil? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, I reckon but both managers will really... I think Tuchel, he's obviously focusing on having the ball, but I think both of them will really focus on keeping a clean sheet, especially... Manchester United, just to show that. But, however, I'm saying Man United... I'm not predicting uh, a Man U win. And I, I hate to predict a Chelsea win, but I have to. So, I'm going to go 1-0 Chelsea. I, I, I genuinely do think Manchester United will mess up and lose. It, it it's, it's bizarre because... They, you have no more confidence in them than you did before the start of the season. Every, every game is like, oh, well, they're going to slip up, aren't they? But, so, well, if, if so Bruno the... gets injured, what do they have there? Yeah. They don't have a team. Yeah, they, then I'm not... Like City, you can see they can play without De Bruyne. They played well without De Bruyne. Manchester United, without Bruno Fernandes, they're nothing. And I hate to say it, but it's true. They are nothing. So I feel like that is that's also something they have to strengthen up on. They have to find a really good backup if Bruno Fernandes does get injured, because if he does, what are they going to do? They're going to lose. You don't hate yeah. to say it. Let's be honest. You don't hate to say it. I don't hate to say <laughs> it. I really don't. <laughs> let's, let's, talk, let's talk Liverpool then, playing Sheffield United at quarter past seven on Sunday night. Um so I know Yusef will probably have something to go on about this. Just just to look at the Liverpool injury list, they've got they've got Jota out, <laughs> Fabinho out, Milner out. Was that you crying then, Yusef? No, coughing, but yeah, you can take it that way as well. <laughs> Gomez out, Matip out, Henderson out. Henderson's out to early April. Oh, they can't go without him. It's you look at it now, playing Sheffield United. I know Sheffield United have looked absolute rubbish in the most part. Will there be an upset? Liverpool versus Sheffield United. Matthew? I think it's uh, possible because Sheffield, Sheffield United, obviously, they've got 11 points in 25 games, but they play they play well and they do make it tough for teams. Obviously, against Man United, they, they only lo- they lose 3-2, which is quite unlucky, and then they beat them 2-1, I think. Yeah, and then so like they can get good results. They can play really well. It's just they're not clinical enough. They have such great chances. They have they 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 play a five at the back, and they're they're two centre backs from either side bomb up the pitch and get into the box, and like they just have to be more clinical. And I think Rian Brewster, I think if they had a good signing, they could have spent twenty million elsewhere for an actual good signing rather than Rian Brewster. And I think then maybe they wouldn't be in this predicament in the first place. Maybe if they signed more players, they, they were more clever in their transfer window. But I think Liverpool, 
obviously other teams in the league have had uh, lots of injuries like them. Mm. Just Liverpool just haven't been able to adjust. Like, hate to say it, not really. Leeds, able to adjust. Like, we've had Calvin Phillips out, Rodrigo out, Click out. Now, you don't know, they're, they're like Calvin Phillips and Rodrigo, probably two of our best players behind Rodrigo. Rafinha. Yeah, Rodrigo. He's not been, okay. He's go what? On, go on, go on. Go no, on. no, no, I want to hear what you're saying. No, go on, go on. Yeah, they're some of our best players and they've been out for quite a bit. We've had, oh, we've had like, I think it was like 12 or 13 centre-back variations, but we've coped with it. I mean, we've still managed, I mean, our goal our goal difference still isn't negative. So, mm, I mean, well. we've been able to cope, but yeah. I think Liverpool really needs some versatility because quite clear they don't have that. Yeah, all right, let's, let's give you Seth his... You said I'll give you one minute to rant about Liverpool. Go. We're awful. Better <laughs> <laughs> uh, elaborate. Um, we're really awful. Okay. Cheers. You're welcome. Yeah, I just want to just want to mention Cardiff at the end. Uh, Mick McCarthy. And that's it. No, I'm joking. Mick McCarthy. What a great manager. Cardiff, they're going up. They're going up. Cardiff going down. Going down. I Cardiff doubt they're going down. going down. Cardiff are now in the top six after Neil, Neil uh, not Neil. I'm so used to. Oh, can you Neil's remind me what happened last year when you were in the top six? Uh, oh, messed up at the end. But we were, we were, we were in the top six Neil. for the, the majority of the season. This time we have shot up under Mick McCarthy. Yeah, and you'll just fall back down. No, it won't. It'll be automatic, mate. What goes up must come back down. Well, that leads. <laughs> Let's end it there. Let's end it there. Right. Uh, no, 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 no. That's, we it. that's it from us. That's it. Up. That's it from us, everybody. That's it from we us. Gone up. If you're, no, if you're, no, if you're on up. YouTube, we haven't got up. We haven't got up. So like, I don't know what you're. Yes, you did. Shut up. Uh, if you're on YouTube, please give, give us a like and subscribe. Uh, if you listen to on Spotify, drop us a follow so you can always stay updated when we are uploading please the podcast. Please get in Europa League. Okay, maybe. I can't edit that please out because I'm not very good. Please get in Europa League. <laughs> oh okay, Ham. Just give me a moment. I'm just gonna. Do something. I'm sure the listeners will understand. Kick what I'm doing him. Right now. He's going to kick me. He's going to kick me. Oh. I'm reporting you. <laughs> We're no, going I'm, to I'm, the I'm championship. Not... Yay. Yeah. Right. No. I've just removed Matthew from the from so me and Yusuf can have a good conversation. So Matthew's now been removed. Uh, so yeah. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, do so at etpodcast4 at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to text us any questions, well, like good old Rob did for our for this topic on the SPFL. So, uh, also you can get in contact with us at or on Instagram. Give us a follow on there or Twitter at Extra Podcast. Uh, until we'll see you on Sunday, we'll be looking back at all the games. Until then, have a good one. See ya. You, Yusuf, do you want to say goodbye? All right, bye.